However, it is important to understand that there is a real downside to lying. And I think that's especially true when you talk about fear-mongering. Not so much interstate lies, but fear-mongering. And let me tell you what the two real dangers associated with lying are. And then let me talk about how each of those dangers relates to fear-mongering. Now, what exactly is blowback? Blowback is where a leader who lies to his or her public about foreign policy soon finds him or herself lying about domestic politics and fostering what I would call a culture of dishonesty. If a leader feels compelled to lie to the public about a foreign policy threat, what that leader is in effect saying is that the public can't deal with the issue by being told the truth. There's just something wrong with the public. It's either not sophisticated enough, it's too ignorant, or it doesn't care. It could be any one of these reasons. But the public, right, has to be manipulated to do the right thing. That's what fear-mongering is really all about. As you surely understand, it's not a giant leap to go from making that kind of calculation about foreign policy to making the same calculation about domestic policy and lying to your public on both fronts. And that fosters a culture of dishonesty, in my opinion, and it is very dangerous because there's no way that a society can function well if dishonesty is rampant. That was uh, John Mearsheimer from one of his many talks on his book, Why Leaders Lie, The Truth About Lying in International Politics. It's not just international politics, but domestic too. Uh, stick around at the very end of this uh, podcast and you will hear another uh, perhaps surprising clip to you, especially all you people who have Ukrainian flags in your bios everywhere. Now, Today, uh, the subject is, of course, the government lying. Uh, everything we warned about official disinformation requiring official truths was true. Now, you've likely heard the news, and of course, unless you only follow the media, whose job is, if you remember Iowa Hawk said years ago, uh, the media's job was to cover stories with a pillow until they stopped moving. Uh, so if you only follow the media, you won't have heard this, but, uh, what has happened is the Department of Homeland Security has been caught, if that's the word uh, that I want, manipulating big tech or working hand in hand with big tech. And in turn, big tech has been manipulating us, especially with regard to elections and the Corona doom. Now, there's a brilliant expose of all this in The Intercept, and it lays it all out in the article, uh, Truth Cops. Leaked documents outline DHS's plan to police disinformation. Now, the authors are Ken uh, Klippenstein and Lee Fong, Fong Lee. I don't know which one he does. Now, Fong has a, a long Twitter thread. I have a link at the blog distilling the information if you don't want to read the article, but you should. It's fairly long and it's detailed, but it's uh, very much worth it. 
Now, our side has been warning about the, the frighteningly named Department of Homeland Security since before its inception. And, of course, long after, many times long after. I give a couple of examples on the blog about unheeded warnings. I, I have articles from 2011, from another one from 2010. I have some before. It's hard for me to find them unless I step through every article I wrote because my site was hacked. My old site was hacked back in 2015 by global warming zealots and... Uh, the posts weren't lost, but the indexes were, uh, the searching indexes were, so it's a kind of a pain in the butt to go back and find these things. Anyway, uh, it was impossible, as all of the sane predictions at the time, before the DHS became the DHS, uh, before uh, it was officially recognized and made an agency, it was impossible we said that an organization designed to root out bad foreigners on U.S. soil would not eventually be turned against citizens. And such was predicted, and such is the case. Now, it was, of course, created, the DHS, in the 9-11 panic, uh, with little opposition, uh, in the oppositely named Patriot Act, now, this may have been the act that specified all new government uh, rules and acts uh, be named in the spirit of George Orwell. Now, it's just a joke, but uh, the end result's the same. Government names now always lie. Now, you remember, we all remember, regular readers will remember uh, from a few months ago and up to a year ago, the publicly abortive attempt at the DHS to create a disinformation governance board. Uh, that is, the public aspects of that agency, which of course is part of the DHS, were put on hold. The public aspects, the secretive ones were not. They kept going right along, as we predicted, and as this expose lets us know. Now, I said this a hundred times on the blog, and it, it, you have to let this sink in. If there is such a thing as official disinformation, there must necessarily exist official truths. And there must necessarily exist an agency or agencies charged with promulgating, disseminating, creating, and curating these official truths. There must be a ministry of truth if there's official disinformation. This all must be so. There's no other way if there's any notion from the government of official disinformation. Now, I'm not going to sit here and quote the entire article for you uh, because you should read it, but I'm just going to give you a couple of juicy bits. Here's a quote. There is also a formalized process for government officials to directly flag content on Facebook or Instagram and request that it be throttled or suppressed through a special Facebook portal that requires a government or law, uh, law uh, enforcement official email to use. At the time of writing, the content request system at Facebook is still alive. DHS and Meta, the new name for Facebook, the parent company of Facebook, did not respond to a request for comment. The FBI declined. The FBI declined to comment, end quote. Did, did they indeed? Well... Here's quote number two. <clears throat> quote, the stepped-up counter-disinformation effort began in 2018 following the high-profile hacking 
of uh, U.S. firms. When Congress passed and President Trump signed the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Cyber, uh, Security Agency Act, forming a new wing of the DHS devoted to protecting critical national infrastructure. From the outset, the uh, CISA boasted of an evolved mission to monitor social media discussions while routing disinformation concerns to private sector platforms. Now, who signed this? Eh, Never mind. I can't get through to people on that anyway. Following up on the platform's angle, though, Fong tweeted, a DHS official working on disinfo noted, during an internal strategy discussion that the agency should use third-party nonprofits as a, quote, clearinghouse for information to avoid the appearance of government propaganda, end quote. Uh, there is a picture on Fong's Twitter feed that shows the language, the exact language used in the, in the DHS document. This is, by the way, another prediction of ours verified. I remember about, oh, I can't even remember now what it was back when this all happened, six, eight, ten months ago. I picked university and their offshoots as the most likely third-party official truth factories and blessing agencies. Uh, this looks more like it's the, the DHS is using fundraiser, fundraising organizations like the ADL and SPLC. I'm not quite sure of the mix, but it doesn't matter. Whoever these third parties are, because of the expansion team effect, it's always possible to find experts willing to provide whatever official truth or whatever the science you need. The government will always be able to say, it's not us, it's the experts. And they'll always forget to tell you it was they, the government, who picked those experts. Uh, Of course, the DHS has not stopped its efforts. They're working now to fortify the 2022 election, like how they quashed the Hunter Biden laptop story, you know, among other things. This expose has not stopped them and will not stop them. They're going to continue on in their disinformation uh, hunt and their uh, promulgating official truths mission. So what about Twitter? Well, okay, this is interesting because Musk just bought Twitter. And you might think, excuse me, my voice is still a little shot. You might think Musk might be your uh, reality-based speech hero. Well, you might be right. Uh, but I'm guessing you're wrong. Uh, he's already out praising this guy named Yoel Roth, uh, who, with the DHS, fortified Twitter in the 2020 election. This is their public safety person, whatever they I forget his title exactly. He's the guy in charge of safety on Twitter. And this guy, this Roth, is a guy who actually spoke of, tweeted, of actual Nazis in the White House, in all caps. This guy wrote about actual Nazis in the White House, panting and hyperventilating. Actual white Nazis in the White House. <sighs> I don't know what you can do, but sigh. Um, and Twitter and Musk, I have a, a link to a tweet. Musk is out there praising the integrity of this guy and keeping him. Uh, so far as we know, he's keeping them on the Twitter, uh, the Twitter team. And, tw- and Twitter is still forming their own new board or whatever the hell they're going to call this thing to look out after safety and so forth. So what's going to happen at Twitter is not yet known. My th- thinking is that Twitter is, uh, or Musk is at Twitter to make money. 
He's already announced. Uh, it was uh, tweeted uh, yesterday. I forgot when. Yesterday, today, I'm already confused. To charge suckers a hundred bucks a year to join the blue checker. Uh, so he's not going to make war against the entire government. That's my prediction. Maybe I'm wrong. And now here, especially for you people uh, with the Ukrainian flags in your bios who got all uh, excited about the latest propaganda pushes, is Mearsheimer once again to close us out uh, at the end, end of uh, one of his talks. Countries that fearmonger the most are democracies that wage preventive wars against distant threats. Again, the countries in which leaders lie to their publics most often about foreign threats are countries that are democracies that wage preventive wars against distant threats. That, in a nutshell, is the United States of America. Given that the United States seems committed to trying to run the world, given that the United States is a democracy, given that the United States seems committed to using military force liberally, just think about Libya, it seems that we should expect to have lots more evidence of fear-mongering in the years ahead. All right, that's it for today. See you next time. Why don't you all join me in singing this one? Happy trails to you Until we meet again Happy trails to you Keep smiling until then Who cares about the clouds if we're together? Just sing a song and bring the sunny weather. Happy trails!